This podcast is being brought to you by our friends at Rib It Up, the finest barbecue around. Find them on the web at ribitup.com. Today has been a day. I'm coming in with energy today, Iva. Give it to me. You know, here's here, here's the thing. I won't get into the nuts and bolts, into the weeds, as people like to say. Um, shout out to everyone that has continued to support STC Media that said uh, it'll be great to hear my voice more often. Not to let you guys down, but this is intravenous with Iva, not intravenous <laughs> with Iva and Eric. So I will still be here engineering. You'll hear me every now and then. But I have one last golden nugget Put for, it out there for the, the people. So today has been a day, and without getting into the weeds, there's two things that I want to share. A few years ago, I uh, got into a, a bit of a disagreement with a mentor. We were having a business discussion. I thought, you know, it was an intense business discussion. Mm-hmm. He let me know later that evening that he felt I was unprofessional and rude, especially being not necessarily a peer, but a mentor to me. Mm-hmm. So we talked about it the next day, and he said, you know, I apologize. And he said he he accepted my apologies. But, Eric, I want you to never forget this, and I want you to carry yourself like this every day because you deserve to. I said, okay, hit me. He said, you know, I want you to carry yourself, especially if you hit an emotional level where the next day you don't have to apologize for what you did or said the day before. And that's going to save you a lot of trouble. And and that that's really stuck with me. Good one. That's one. Second one, I'm going to clean up my language here a little bit. Second one, if you have a day where you wake up, you're happy, showered it's kind of warm outside and you run into a butthole they were mean they were nasty well that person was just a butthole don't let it ruin your day right but if throughout that day you run into butthole after butthole and nasty person after nasty person it's time to sit down and look in the mirror because we got to reevaluate who the butthole is maybe it's you Maybe it's maybe it's them. It ain't me. Them. <laughs> I meant them. Yeah. So more than anything, the last takeaway I want to share with you guys, as the opening voice, <laughs> is this: the most important thing. Carry yourself in a way every day that the next day you never have to say I'm sorry for what you did. Take it away, my man. I love that. That was some good stuff. So now you set the bar. Hi, now I got to come in with something all, you know, sentimental and smart now instead of the, you know, stuff I come in. I really appreciate that. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) we have today my crush, my (laughs) sweetheart, my friend, Carol Robinson. She joined the Birmingham News in August of 86 after graduating from Vestavia Hills High School and then Auburn University. She's covered a variety of beats during her 35-year tenure at the, uni- at the News and now AL.com, including breaking news, county government, business, and features. And in 1996, she became the lead crime reporter and the most hated person in (laughs) Birmingham. (laughs) She has won numerous state and regional awards for her reporting. She has a 28-year-old daughter and a beautiful 
seven-month-old grandson that I just love seeing you post pictures of. And I, I can just. He owns me. Oh, my God. He, you, I can feel you beaming through your captions. I just love it. I just love yeah. it. Now, t- uh, Carol, tell uh-huh. me a joke. Did you hear about the two men that stole a calendar? No. They each got six months. <laughs> I told you I'm terrible at jokes. That was actually better than I was expecting. I love it. I love it. So, Carol, let's jump right into it. Okay. I have heard that you actually show up at crime scenes in your pajamas. Is that true or not true? True. <laughs> so let me tell you how that works. Yeah, tell me how that works. Middle of the night, mm-hmm. 1 a.m., 2 a.m., my page, my, my pager, my Twitter goes off, my messenger goes off, my cell phone goes off, mm-hmm. and I'm up and out. Yeah. Um, I have... I have gone in my pajama pants before. <laughs> Almost always, I have a pajama shirt under whatever I throw on. Uh-huh. I really do leave out an outfit <laughs> at night, whether it be what I took off right, or something warmer or, you know, cooler. But I have something yeah. on the bench in my closet to throw on. Should and, I have to go on a moment's notice? And and sometimes it makes it on, and sometimes you just throw on a coat and head out the door. I went to a scene one time, and a Birmingham lieutenant said to me, well, look at you. You actually put on clothes for us. <laughs> okay, so that, that puts it in perspective Correct. for me. That is, now, um, I was, as, as I was going over your um, resume just then, um, two things I didn't know. Number one, I didn't know that you were a Vestavia grad. I am. And number two, I didn't know you were an Auburn grad. I'm I, I don't know why. Because I'm a huge Alabama fan. That's what I thought. I was it, That threw me off. And oh, so I have and, always assumed, wow. And I now, catch how did it, that ha- happen? I, I catch hell all the time from all my Auburn people. Do you, Did you grow up an Alabama okay. fan and then just happen to go to Auburn or what? I grew up an Alabama fan. Okay. Until about junior high, and I was such a rebel. Mm-hmm. My, you know, we had season tickets, 50-yard line. My dad worked for the university. Okay. Um, and I was like, I'm going to, you know, buck the family and yeah. be for Auburn. It, it, <laughs> there was no rhyme or reason to it. Um, my dad would not have let me go to Alabama because he knew that there would be too many distractions for me. Yeah. Um, And I was actually supposed to go to Hollins College in Virginia, which is an all-girls school. Okay. And at the last minute, I couldn't bear to leave my boyfriend, who was at Auburn, and went to Auburn. It broke up with him three days later. (laughs) I was just about to ask what happened. True story. Three days I got there, and I was like, this is no place for a boyfriend. This is college is no place place for 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 a a relationship or anything like that. Go live your life. I love it. But, you know, my daughter was a cheerleader at Alabama. No. So I had to be an Alabama fan. Absolutely. That is – it's funny, like – and 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 this that's what this show is about, you know, like um, learning that non-forward-facing 
you right, know, right. the personalities behind people. And so, you know, you just think you know all of these things. or you know, I don't know if I thought I knew them, but I just assumed. And then turns out you – and now tell me about Vestavia. What, what, did you do journalism? Were you on the, uh, the, the uh, what do you call it, yearbook committee or Absolutely anything like that? Absolutely not. Really? No, not even on my radar. I was on the dance team. Um, you know, football games, not described as an intellect, probably. In fact, for our senior prophecies, um, mine was that I would have my own Rona Barrett talk show. And I don't know if you remember Rona Barrett. I You're do probably remember Rona Barrett. way too young for no, Rona Barrett. No, I remember. Um, well, I mean, I don't remember, remember, but I, I, I'm familiar with the— Journalism was never on my radar. Really? Um, no. I was going to be a social worker— Started off in psychology and social work at Auburn. Okay. Um, had to take a couple journalism classes as part. And then I went to PR. Took okay. a couple journalism classes. Had to do an internship. Did it at UAB. Okay. Um, won some collegiate awards for my writing. And I thought, well, maybe I should pursue this. Wow. And so my senior year, I had saved up all my electives for play. Yeah. And ended up taking all journalism classes my senior year in college, and here I am. Wow. You know, um, I told this to um, John Archibald, as mm -hmm. a matter of fact. You know, when I went to high school and college, like, journalism was nowhere on my radar. Like, I mean, I don't even knew, think I knew that it was a job. I mean, like, you know, I, there was nothing saying to me you should be a journalist but in retrospect right I think I would have been an awesome journalist what do I, you think I think I, I agree <laughs> yeah I mean it just it, it just really goes along with my character and my personality right. in a big way the hard the hard part is keeping your personal opinions out of it for John Archibald he doesn't have to do that right that's what his job is right um for some people you know I'm I'm supposed to be Objective. You're not supposed to, and that's changed a whole lot. Yeah. In the last five, ten years. Yeah. Um, but you know, you're not really supposed to know whether I like Auburn or Alabama. Yeah. Or whether I'm Republican or Democrat. Right. That that is. Um, of course, that has changed. Yeah, but and in Alabama, that's so hard to do. You know. Right. Like you have to declare. Absolutely. You have to declare. Alabama or Auburn, right? Right. And then, you know, now that I think about it, you have done an amazing job at staying, you know, kind of what neutral, if you will, as it relates to your thoughts and your, you know, your ideas on your position. Yeah, you have to be very careful. Yeah. And and where what have other people had to say about what you feel or what you report? <laughs> That's my setup, y'all. I told her I wanted her to bring all of the the worst things that people have ever said to her in 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 her reporting. And so, what, what, tell me what you got. All right, what are we going to do about language? Uh, is it a go? Fuck I that. I Let's want, go. I want to hear every four letter <laughs> word these people have said to you. I just pulled out some of the adjectives. Dusty, weird bitch. 
Your team is atrocious, and that bleach job is something else. <laughs> you a racist bitch. I practice journalistic malfeasance. Oh, my gosh. I'm an ugly, thin, tran, honky, illegal-looking hat. <laughs> of course, all I took out of that was thin. I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm thin. <laughs> Old, ragged, whore news reporter. Oh, my goodness. I pray a 18-wheeler smash yo ho ass. <laughs> Old, ball-headed ass. Wait, I'm not done. Stop posting pics with protesters' faces and tone it down with the self-tanner. <laughs> a proper a proper waste of oxygen. Oh, my gosh. Smart mouth, pale ass. <laughs> Mush brain, useless idiot. And are you ready? Oh. Wrinkle face, mountain beast. Okay, I, I I have to say, I have to say. That's that's my fan mail. Now, <laughs> I I did not think I would ever share this with with the intervenors two hundred five. Don't die on me. Don't die on me. Oh I, I I did not think I would ever share this with the uh, intravenous two hundred five listeners and subscribers. Uh-huh. But you and I had a talk that hey, you know. It, we want we want this to be your show. I was gonna do less talking, mm-hmm. but the intro, me coming in at the beginning that they heard, and both of you can verify this. I said something was telling me I needed to <laughs> to put that out there in the universe. I had right. no idea that you had asked her to bring some of the things people have said to her. I had no idea. So therefore, I had no idea what she was gonna say. And as she was talking, it was like God tapped me on the shoulder, with, and, and like I turned around and looked, and He winked at me. <laughs> that was the perfect setup as a juxtaposition to that nastiness. So all y'all assholes oh, out there man. that have said all these nasty things to the wonderful Miss Carol, I, wow, bro. I know, right? I know, and you are so you're such a hottie to me. Oh, thank you. You are so pretty to me. I just can't. <laughs> But from now on, you're going to be my favorite old dusty hoe. (laughs) Pale ass. Pale ass. Oh, man. Well, anyway, let's take a few minutes to pay some bills. And when we get back, we're going to talk about crime in the city of Birmingham. At Alabama Power, there's nothing more important to us than our customers and the communities we serve. Alabama Power is more than your reliable source of electricity. We're committed to building the future of energy and providing innovative solutions to our customers. Alabama Power offers energy efficiency tips to help lower your bills, and the company supports agencies that offer bill assistance. Alabama Power initiates and supports efforts to grow the economy and elevate the state of Alabama. And yes, we are also your reliable source of electricity. Alabama Power is for a better Birmingham and a better Alabama. And we're back. During that little break, I asked uh, Carol, does this weigh on you? And um, share with the audience what you said. Because I was, you know, when you have to report on crime for 20-something years, you know, and the things you see and the things you hear, you know, it, it... It just, I've always wondered, does that weigh on you? Does it, you know? I mean, obviously, 
Yeah. It weighs on me. Mm-hmm. But I've been doing it really 35 years. Yeah. Um, I try to look at things like I'm able to do some good in this. You know, mm-hmm. mostly when I get to give somebody a voice that doesn't have one. You know, somebody reached mm. out to me. Her daughter was shot this week um, while she was sitting on her couch right. watching TV. She was livid that it hadn't made the news. Um, we I just saw it today on today's news. We yeah. we don't know everything that happens. And right. we only know it when, when people like her tell us. Right. So we were tagged. I was tagged multiple times on Facebook. Called her. Did an interview about her daughter being shot. She's, you know, fighting for her life. Mm-hmm. Looks promising. Um, That's wonderful. And so I think it made her feel better. Yeah. To talk about it and to let everybody know that this happened to her daughter. And so I've always tried to look at it like that, that I, I can be a voice mm-hmm. for grieving mothers and grieving fathers. And, yeah. and um, you know, the kids, the kids' stories weigh on me. Cupcake. Yeah. Um, Roy T. Giles at the Galleria. Yeah. Uh, T.J. Moore, all of them, you know, that. Those kind of get to you Those a get bit. to me. Yeah. Um, you know, like a doctor or a nurse or a paramedic, you right. have to be able to separate or you would be nuts. Right. Um, and I might I might be nuts. Yeah. Um, you know, my daughter has said to me, or I had a former boss say to me one time, if I died, would you even cry? Because I'm not a huge crier. Right. Um, because if I, if I were, I would cry all day, every day. Is that a learned thing or have you always been like that? I think it's a learned thing. Okay. And it's sort of a which came first, the chicken or the egg. Right. Am right. I good at what I do because I have sort of a shell? Mm-hmm. Or did I develop a shell because of what I do? I, I honestly don't know. Well, I know you definitely have had to develop a shell to deal with those compliments that they give you so often. <laughs> you know what? I don't. I don't let those get to me. I know you, not you post them bit. on Facebook, and it's it's hilarious. I mean, it doesn't get to you at all. No, that does not get to me. And and I'm I'm sure uh, a lot of that, uh, or at least some of that, comes from where they at though. And I'm gonna tell you, you know, I I want to know your thoughts on it, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna save my my thoughts. Tell me tell me what you feel about WTAT. You know, I think there are pros and there are cons mm-hmm. to WTAT. I th- first of all, anybody that can get 100,000 people, you know, 100,000 yeah. members, I mean, that's powerful. It is. And it's a platform. It is. Um, and it's a platform that has done some good. Shout out you know, to Jonathan Crumb. That's right. Yeah. You know, Crumb, Crumb has a great heart. Mm-hmm. And Crumb's... We've chatted several times. Yeah, he um, he cares. He's one of the few people that don't hate me. If I mean, it's, <laughs> what he's done is really impressive. It is. Um, and you know the good. He they did a you know a Christmas angel tree, really two years ago. You know, and okay. I sponsored a family. Uh-huh. Um, that's amazing. I had to get off of it because no, of, I understand. Yeah. Um, so. You know, the good comes from that kind of thing. Yeah. And from, you know, people who are missing. Yeah. Or people who've lost their driver's license. And I just thought of something. You know, 
I didn't really say what WTAT is. Share share what is so where they at though. Where they at though is a Facebook group, mm-hmm. and I always like to describe it as um, it kind of start, started as a digital radar. It's, yeah. You know, really where where are the police at? Right. And whenever it started years ago, and I I wasn't a member, you know, for the first couple of years because you can't just join it. You have somebody has to send you a top secret invitation. I right. still don't know how I got in. <laughs> just one day I was in. Right. But you know, so it started off with posting where roadblocks are. You know, mm-hmm. where they were running radar. Um, just you know, hey, you got warrants. Don't come this way. They're checking. Yeah. yeah. And it grew. You know, it grew to be sort of a news site almost. Yeah. Um, and in a conversation, he to- he told me that's kind of what he was wanting to do. Right. You know, provide news just from a different perspective. Right. And, you know, at the beginning, when I first was in, you know, I did find out a lot of news that way mm-hmm. through through contacts made in there. You yeah. know, get a message, hey, Miss Carol, there's a shooting over here or you know, somebody, there's a lot of live videos. Mm-hmm. So I would say the cons are that sometimes misinformation mm-hmm. is put out. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely no fault of the admins no. because they work their butts off. I mean, I wouldn't want to be an admin on that page to save my life. They either. work really hard um, to make sure that misinformation, you know, but it's always like, hey, yellow tape's up, man's dead on the street. Well, mm-hmm. Yes, yellow tapes up, and the man had a gunshot wound to the foot and walked to the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know. I just, I just really have a <clears> – I look at – all right, you know how AL.com took the comments right. down? <laughs> well, here they are. <laughs> they, they're over here now. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it oh, just – And I'm the target so, of a lot of them. A lot of them. And so it just, you know, it can be kind of um, – Overwhelming. Yeah, sometimes I get. The negativity can be. I'll take a break every now and then mm-hmm. when they're, you know. Yeah. Whopping up on me. Yeah. Which they do a lot. Yeah. Well, you know. And it it's is. such a misconception. It really is. I mean, you know, you and I have had our. We have had it. We have had it. <laughs> we have had it. We have loved each other, and we have hated each other. I know. Well, not hate, because I don't hate anybody, but exactly. we've had our moments. Exactly. And I think that that is what uh, real friendship is about, you know, being able to um, get passed through over things and, and be able to laugh about them in the rearview mirror. Right. Yeah. Um, now, as it relates to crime, you know, I asked you, what are your thoughts on it? From from a lay perspective, you know, to me, it looks like crime is, of course we have more homicides, but crime overall, you know, is it up or down? Is it more heinous? Um, is it more callous now? I mean, as far as reporting goes, because, you know, as close as I am to and have been to every mayor, they going to spin it. You know what I'm saying? I want to know what the objective news person would say about crime in Birmingham. I would say that where we are right now does not compare to the crack wars in the late 80s and the early 90s. You know, Mm. early 90s is when we've had the highest homicide rate ever, which was 141. 
And so over the years, you know, with social media, with mm-hmm. Facebook, with Twitter, all of that, it makes it seem like crime is everywhere and out of control. Right. And honestly, that's because people are getting more access to news. Right. And they're not getting it just from the news reporters. They're getting right. it from Facebook. That's right. You know, and from and Twitter and, yeah, and Facebook reporters. And, mm-hmm. and um, so always people are asking me, you know, is it as bad as it seems? And I've always said, no, this doesn't compare to the early 90s. Now, That's that said, mm-hmm. this past year, we got close to that 141. Mm-hmm. And, and this past year, we had 132 homicides mm-hmm. um, just in the city alone and over 200 countywide. And so for the first time since the early 90s, mm-hmm. I started to feel like, okay, now if somebody asked me this, mm-hmm. I can say, yeah, it's, it's kind of bad right now. One of the um, conversations that I've had with um, District Attorney Danny Carr and uh, Mayor Randall Woodfin has told me this as well, that most of this is, you know, retaliatory. It's a gang war going on. Right. And and it's only a few times when there's a um, civilian involved that people is that is that about right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the chances of you and I right being a homicide victim or an you know, a shooting victim mm-hmm. very small. Right. It's it's everybody that knows each other. It's everybody that's beefing. Mm-hmm. And it's either going to be drugs, gangs or domestic. Yeah. Um, you know, there might be there's going to be some robberies. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um but it's not as random as you would think. Okay. You know, and everything else is down. I know they say that, and I'm certainly, you know, everybody always, oh, she's so pro-police, you know, but then the police think I'm anti-police. So, right. Um, and I really am objective. You know, it's it's not as bad as people think it is, but, but there's a homicide problem. Yeah. Not a homicide problem between us. Right, right. It's like nobody's just walking around randomly killing people. Correct. Yeah. You know, yeah. downtown, safe as can be. It really is. Um, you know, you just got out west and you got out east. Mm-hmm. And, and those are the two problem areas. Yeah. But, you know, I, you can't stop homicides, Iva. No. Police can't stop them. No. You can't stop them. I can't stop them. No. You know, I mean, there's nothing you can put in place. There's no, no program. It's just it is. The programs what it is. that are out there are preaching to the choir. They are. They really are. They really are every time. Well, look, <clears throat> we got serious. Didn't get a chance to get light in okay. this one, so we're gonna close it off on a light note. You got it. If that's okay with you, we're going to play a little this or that, which is my man Eric's favorite thing that I do. And um, huge thank yous to Tanelia Jackson, who always puts these together for me. So, this or that? Facebook or Twitter? This. No, which one? Facebook oh, oh, or Twitter? Facebook. Facebook. I hate Twitter. <laughs> I hate Twitter. <laughs> Vacation. Beach or lake? Beach. Railroad park or botanical gardens? Railroad Park. That's my favorite place. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Vulcan Park. Owls or Purple Onion? Purple Onion. Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? Birmingham Zoo. 
That's the one. That's the one. That's the, you know how I am <laughs> I, about that one. that one. That's the one. How I am about that one. Why do people hate the McQueen Center? Regions Field or Protective? I've never been to either. You haven't been? No. I'm taking you. Alabama Theater versus Lyric Theater. Alabama. Slice Fest or Fiesta? Slice Fest. Dread River Distillery or Good People Brewery? No clue. No clue? No clue. All right. Magic City Grill or Nikki's West? Nikki's West. All day, every day. Cops or First 48? First 48. <laughs> Gotta go with First 48. First 48. And finally, Biggie or Tupac? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta choose. What were my choices? Biggie or Tupac? Tupac. And there you have it. So, y'all, I want to thank you for coming. I love you to death. Love you too. Um, Today. <laughs> I know, right? But you, you have no worries for me moving yeah. forward. I, I'm, I'm in a whole different. Uh, uh, on a whole different wavelength so it's nothing but love from now on and um, give us a parting shot he start, He started us out kind of nice give us something oh the nice. pressure man yeah you, you don't have a, a, a good um, going out send us off with a, a warm and fuzzy just be kind to each other yeah you know in person on social media yeah be kind. That's it's, all I can say. And that's true. I mean, there's such a tone these days when when we look at social media, yeah. politics, the whole nine yards. So I received that from both of you today, and I hope all of you receive it too. We want to thank Carol Robinson for joining us today, and we want to thank you as always for listening. Huge shout-outs to UrbanHam.com and Creed 63. And be kind to one another. God bless. This podcast has been brought to you by Jefferson County Sheriff's Office.